This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 82 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. And as always, my name is John. I hope it's as always. I mean, your name hadn't changed. No, no. And yeah. and it's it's pretty much stuck with me all these years. Yeah. I mean, actually, in, in your lineage, you're the fourth. In my lineage, so, sir, I'm the ninth. Shit, really? I'm the fourth with a middle name. Oh, when wow. my great-grandfather came over here, they made him get a middle name. But other than that, I'm the ninth. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so if I'd had a son and named him the same, it would have been the fifth and the tenth. That's kind of, you could call him V. Yeah. <laughs> John Blank Blank V. VX. Ta-da. <laughs> Where'd you get a nickname like that? Well, let me tell you, an outdated process. I am the third Joseph, middle name Joseph, and my son Cannon is the fourth. Nice. Yeah, so I've, car- I've carried the middle name on. Excellent. And technically the last name, because, you know. Technically, yeah. Technically the last name, yeah. That was the thing I drive my mom crazy with when she's like, oh, what are you going to name your child? And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. That's what I'm going to name him. <laughs> and it would just drive her nuts because she wanted to know so bad. So finally I called I told her, I called up one day, and I go, all right, here you go, Mom. This is what I've determined. If it's a boy, no matter what. His middle name would be Joseph and his last name would be Labby. You're an asshole! She hung up on me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, John. Yeah. The burning question, the one that's on everyone's minds who's listening right now. No, I have not had the rash looked at yet. What? Okay. That's that's good to know, too. You were talking about uh, burning questions. So, yeah. Correct. You're right. I, I was. I was. Uh wasn't expecting that, but that's okay. Anyways, regardless, uh, the uh, the thought that's on everyone's mind, okay, what it is that they want to know, okay, is what did you watch this week? Oh, I watched some shows. Um, I watched a movie. I th- this was a uh, lighter week. It wasn't that I didn't have as many shows to watch. I had plenty of shows to watch, but uh, as we mentioned last time, we had a little recording mishap. So we kind of recorded last week's episode a little later. Yep. So it was it was kind of a rush to get some shows watched this week, you know, because I didn't want to have the overlap in my brain. Yes, I hear what you're saying. Um, I managed to watch some shows, Excellent. and I actually managed to watch a couple movies. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, got, let's just, I got no news or trailers, so. No, I have no news, no trailers, but let's just dive right into it. I mean, I, I've got to go to bed. I've got to wake up. I've got to, you know, do stuff people do every day. Yep. But I've been up for a long time already, so let, let's just dive right let's in. Let's do it. And this is what I want to start with. I want to start with you going, 
watching humans. Just watch it. Watching <laughs> humans. Because fucking humans. Watching humans. So I did. And I'd like to know where that all that aggression came from. Uh, did you watch in humans? Cause I did watch in humans. humans. I did watch it, but I want to hear where, what it was. Was there one particular thing that set you off? Was it the episode as a whole? Was it the fact that it just plain sucks? Well, uh, I think it's a, it's a mild combination of all three to different degrees. Um, mm-hmm. Karnak, who I was really looking forward to seeing on the screen, has done nothing but disappoint me since day one. Yeah. And seeing him like this do his little friggin', uh, karate chop of a bullet out of the air. You know, oh, I'm just going to karate chop it and the bullet will go away. That's not how bullets work. That's not how physics works. No. He's not bulletproof. So just karate chopping a bullet as it's flying towards you. Now, maybe if somebody, like, had one in their hand and threw it at you. Right. Then you could karate chop it out of the air. Sure, that's fine. And and then they said, next one's coming faster? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and then they did the cliche of, uh, you know, oh, he karate chops it out of the air with his kung fu grip and, uh, oh, it went right into her side and now he's got to figure out a way to push it out of her with two fingers like he's some kind of kung fu monk all of a sudden. Hey, 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 hey. Straight line. Straight line. Shortest distance between two points. Uh, Crystal, fucking done with her. It, yeah. Oh, we've got this dog, and he magically teleports her. And then Surfer Dude's like, "Oh, oh, I can't wait to try this." And the vet tech's like, "No, don't feed into her delusions. Don't. Why didn't she just say, "Yeah, I'll call your bluff. Let's touch the dog." And then Lockjaw takes them away, and he's like, "Oh, that's so cool." No, stop this. Get it out of here. The uh, the girl who's in the trunk who can sense where the other ones are. She's yep. she's in the trunk. And they open up the trunk, and she's like, Karnak's over that way. And they're like, how do you know? And she goes, what? You know, with her little sonic power. Well, was she doing that in the trunk the whole time? How did she know? How did she, like, how did she signal them to stop right there and say, Karnak's over that way? John, she's dead now, so it doesn't matter. And, And why is she dead? I missed something there. How did she die? She got shot. When? Okay, so when Karnak and his cousin or brother or whatever and Karnak's girl there that he loved but you know because they had two that one magical night together anyways uh, you heard a bunch of gunshots must be love. you heard a bunch of gunshots people getting beat up and whatever not and have you and then Medusa and company walked around the corner oh so it was a stray bullet from all that it must have been and then she was fined it must not have known she was shot until she collapsed on the ground See, Dead. see, it just, instantly. Yeah, it seemed so weird because I never yeah. saw like a cutaway or anything that was like, "Look, the bullet traveled from here and hit her there." It was just like she was standing there fine, and then like, <gasps> "I'm dead." It was no, like a, I think it was like I think a it finally play. It was almost like it dawned on her. Oh shit, I got shot. Because yeah. she didn't get shot right then. I believe she was shot earlier, and then just then reacted to it. Ah, so it was stupidity. Yeah, it was a delayed reaction. Yeah. Um, I hate how this is. This is the one thing that bothers me about the series the most. Okay, I was going to say, can't, don't end that sentence without saying the most. They, they live on the moon. Yeah, uh, they keep an eye on Earth, and they have no fucking knowledge of how Earth works. Like the trunk. 
Like anything. That wasn't yeah, like for the people trunk, to ride in. Like ATMs, like paying for clothes, like doing anything, like just anything, like how it works, like how you're supposed to treat other human beings or, or people even, or even, cause like, okay, not even just human beings, just like how you're supposed to treat other like inhumans. Yeah. It just, it's, I understand they were royalty, but like, they were whore, like they were must, they, no wonder people rose up against them. Yeah. They were shit bags. Yes. Like, they treated people like dirt. Like, they were just like, you know, like, I just... They're like, you're beneath me, so you will go... There is is nothing... Like, I don't feel for Black Bolt. I don't feel anything for Medusa. I don't feel anything for any of the inhumans we met on the moon, because none of them are being presented to me in a favorable light. Right. I agree. There's nothing likable about any of them, except... There really is, except the, the, the... Mantar guy. I can't think of his name. The one with the horse feet. Oh, Gorgon. Gorgon, there we go. Oh, basically, he's the only one that has been shown in like a favorable, non-spoiled brat light. Yeah. Where he genuinely cares about his family and friends and other people and doesn't want to see people get hurt. Yep. And wants to, you know, do wrong to people that did wrong to him, the ones he loved. Everybody else, none of them are being presented in a favorable light whatsoever. No, in fact, jo- most episodes I want to slap Medusa upside the head. Oh, yeah. John, uh, Rude was saying that like this would be a good second season, yeah. and they should have done a first season that had a ton more background on everything and made someone likable. Yeah. No one's likable. Gorgon and the Felicity wannabe, and that's about it. Yeah, and the thing is, a character like Black Bolt, in the comics, that translates well. On TV, yeah. it's horrible because yeah. you're not even getting subtitles for his like gestures. Sign language, yeah. yeah. So you're just relying on oh, the other people. He to somehow knows American sign language. Well, of course he does. But he not like trunk works. Clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, it really is. It's it's a fish out of water scenario for people that live on the moon. Who monitor Earth. And, and if I'm not mistaken, they've been monitoring Earth. Never been there. Yeah, they, they're monitoring Earth, yet aren't they also surprised that there are other Inhumans down there? Even though that's been a storyline for, what, a year, year and a half on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yep. You'd you yep, think that is. they would have been like, wow, we have to do something about this. These humans are using Terragenesis crystals, and they're creating more of our type, and blah, blah, blah. No. They're like, well, yeah. they, this person might be like us. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 and the guy that's supposed to be the badass with the Cyclops like eyes, but he's got the whole Mortis mask thing going on. Yeah, this whole episode, he's just like talking like a doofus. Yeah, he's the comic relief all of a sudden. Yeah. Like he's yeah, supposed he, to be this yeah. menacing, like we've he released him. Re- He'll kill everything. Yeah, he went from being a badass to comic relief. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, it, it, ridiculous. And the girl who apparently can't die and can also like make herself clean. Yeah, I, I don't get that. Like she waves her hand over herself and she's like, "Oh, now I'm clean. I've gotten rid of some of the dirt." I am healed. Yeah, and and now she's all badass, and I'm going to kill this person unless they tell me what's going on. Yeah. Somebody do something about that. Like remove the head from the body. See if it grows back. That would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. There's three episodes left. Uh, that's four too many. I'm going to watch them. Oh, I, I'm definitely going to watch them. I want to see this train wreck. You know, you see it starting to derail, and you're like, I can't look away. I've got to see how this turns out. Yeah. 
But it, this was definitely a misstep by ABC, I believe. Yep, I agree. And let's all remember, too, that this was originally planned and scheduled as a movie. Like, there was an Inhumans movie on the docket to be taking place, I believe, after the first um, Infinity movie. Yes, we were supposed to be movies listed. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck were they going to do with that? Can you imagine yeah, this as a movie, trying to get this convoluted plot into a movie? No. No. Nope. 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 Anyhow. So, uh, just kicking back a little bit more to the Marvel world, The Gifted. Yeah. So, would you think of, I guess it's this the most recent episode? Yeah, the the third episode. Episode three, yeah, yep. yeah. The, the, the one where uh, basically we spent an hour watching Mom learn, I guess I can't trust anyone else. Yeah, yeah. That's that's basically what it was. It was 45 minutes of Dad going, I've made the wrong choice, and Mom going, I guess I can't trust anyone else. Yep. And to their credit, the mutants going, it's okay. Well, you're doing it for love. We right. understand. <laughs> People yeah. do stupid things for love. Right. And and then, you know, uh, was it Blink learning, ah, if I concentrate hard on someone I love, I can open a giant portal. But it's a fake memory of someone else. So Yeah, that was kind of interesting. That yeah. was one of the more interesting parts of the episode. That, yeah. that girl there who was just kind of in the background all along. And yeah. now she's like, oh, apparently she and Thunderbird used to have a uh, a thing together. And she can breathe pink dust that gives you her memories, but makes it so that she you're implanted in her place. a memory of hers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I didn't dislike the episode by no. any means. It's just it took a long time for everyone to learn a lesson. Basically, yes. Yeah. I didn't find it as good as the first two episodes, but they're not all going to be five star thrillers, you know? Right. Right. This was a uh, filler builder episode type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. So, but. yeah, I, I still enjoy the series definitely more than oh, in humans. Absolutely, me too. Oh Jesus, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, that's not. I like Gotham better than humans for crying out loud. Oh, I think. oh, maybe shots not. Are fired. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, <laughs> you know what? Disregard that statement because I, I can't back it up. Actually, <laughs> yeah, because at least in humans, you can say, well, this is their first season. You know, maybe it's growing yeah. pains with Gotham. They're up to four seasons and still pulling shit like this. Yeah. So I um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the gifted? No, no, I was good. Just quickly moving on, I realized. Gotham, I did not watch the most recent episode of Gotham. Did you catch it? Yep. It's garbage. Okay, cool. Moving um, on. <laughs> so, Supergirl. 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 They gave us a... Okay, so the only thing I didn't like about this episode is it's, it was a metahuman bank robber named Psy who could evoke their, their fears of people, and that's how she could rob banks and stuff, this, that, and everything. And, and she did it really well. She did it very well. This is the one thing I didn't like, and I don't know if it's supposed to be because she was trying to show how arrogant she was, but she just moved too slow. It was just that- her – she's so methodical in her walking. Yep. And I'm in no rush at all to get away because no one could touch me. I found it annoying. Like I didn't expect – she'd have to run like full speed ahead or anything, but like, you know, walk with purpose. 
I could see that. Yeah, I. Uh, that was it. Just bothered me for some reason. I I definitely got that it was the arrogant cockiness. You know, like she is untouchable. She's never been bothered. You know, nobody's ever been able to stop her. So she's got a swagger. Yeah. So I definitely got it that way. But yeah, I could see that because it was it was like each scene she was just like step, step. Like every time she was on the scene, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, I mean, I enjoyed the episode. You know, uh, Kara had to face her fears again about, you know, uh, being – she was – claustrophobia. There we go. From yep. being in the, the phantom zone, I guess, while she was stuck in her capsule the whole time. Yep. Yep. And uh, – But then it she, translated to her actually being upset because she had sent mon away. Exactly. And she confronted those fears and faced them, and that able to allowed her to, you know, not be affected by Psy. She was able to fight back, and I actually thought it was done in a good way. It wasn't done in that like after the, like you know, it took her a while to get there. Like yeah. she had several encounters with Psy first before she was able to counteract it. So I thought yeah. I, I enjoyed that part of it. And, and we never had any kind of like weird montages of her, like, you know, people being like, you have to overcome your fears. Let's do this right. Rocky style kind of thing. It was, you know, she wasn't going to try to overcome her fears. She was mad. She was upset. And it wasn't until she realized what the root of it was and then rallied, you know, yep. uh, and other news in this episode, uh, Lena decides she's going to, you know, have be very hands on with Catco. Which is ridiculous because yep, it she is. Has... She's, got, she's gonna run L Corp. Yep. Plus other uh, yeah. companies, I'm assuming. Correct. And you know, of course, Jimmy's like, but I've been running this for a year. Well, I gotta take a back seat to you. And she's like, I don't need an office. I'm a new type of CEO who walks around. Yeah. I was okay. That whatever. Way we don't have to budget for another set. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that, but yes. <laughs> And then it causes, uh, and then with Kara trying to just, you know, be the way she always is by ducking out constantly where Jimmy gives her her pass. Yep. You know, Lena's just like, you can't do that. And, and they have friction and then they make up by the end. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be much longer before Lena discovers that she's Supergirl. And I'm wondering. I feel like it's going to, I feel like they're going to reveal it just to make the show, make it easier. Yep. And I'm wondering which path the show is going to take. Are they going to take the path of Lena's like, oh, that's so cool. And, you know, I can help you out and I can be part of the team. Or are they going to yep. do the, you've been lying to me all this time. I thought we was bestest buddies and you was lying and keeping stuff from me and we can't be friends now. I think they should go the third route, which is. How did I not recognize you without glasses on? Right. <laughs> They're just glasses. How did I not realize I've that? Gotta, dude, I've got to find this thing. I read it one day and I wish I had saved it, but it yeah. was talking about that. It's like, you know, for all those people who think that Clark Kent. Yes, I read segment. the same thing. Wasn't that I, great? I was just, it really was. It really, really was. I couldn't even do it justice because I don't remember all the specifics, but it was talking about different actors who have played these parts that, you know, like Christopher Reeve actually was in his Superman costume and walked into a diner and people were like, you don't look like him at all. And it's like, but I literally play him in the movies. Yeah. It, it was stuff like that, how ordinary people didn't recognize celebrities who were dressed up as this. So, yeah. 
Oh, and speaking of L Corp, yes. Nina said she found someone to run it for her. And oh, surprise, surprise, it's Samantha Arias. Yes. Or Arias. Who, who her daughter is being a rotten little shit and purposely putting herself in trouble so that her mother will trigger her superpowers. Yep. But, uh. Oh, and so let's, let's not forget I was wondering either. how. I was, what was that? I was going to say, let's not forget either that we've got the strife of Maggie and and what's her name there. Oh, Alex. Alex. Alex wants kids. Maggie doesn't want kids. <gasps> However, will we solve this one? How about don't? Yeah. How about if every week we come up with a new reason that these two are are saying, "Whoa, we don't agree on this at all," then maybe they shouldn't be together. Let's be done. You think kids would have come up before they decided to get married, you know? Yeah, I, I would think so. I would think they would have had a lot of big discussions like that instead of just, let's get married, figure it all out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a discussion that, yeah, that's, as a person, when I was, and I'm sure as I, you know, after I was divorced and I was dating, that was a, that was a hot button topic with people like a lot of girls asking, do you still want to have kids? And me going, no, I don't. And I'm going, oh, well, I want to have kids. So if you don't want to, then we're not even going to take this any further. Yep. And I'm sure you've experienced that as well. Very much so. And so that's why I feel like this would definitely come up before they decided to get uh, hitched up. Yeah. Yeah. It's basic dating stuff, not just yeah. like marriage. Um, I was wondering how they're going to keep Samantha on the show, like how they're going to keep her. Why do we see her each week if she's going to be the villain? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And obviously it's because she's going to run Elcorp. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, the final get was John Jones gets a telepathic message from Magan. Morgan. Magan. I was going to say Morgan. <laughs> Close. Saying that he need to come to Mars. Yep. So, you know, the next Most episode will be on Mars. Which I'm cool with, I guess. Yeah, I'm cool. With. Um, so moving on to the, what the Flash? Yes. Um. Okay. So yeah, the, Barry the and Iris go to couples counseling because yep. you know they got to work things out. And at first, I thought it was stupid because they can't even be 100 percent truthful with her, right? But, but because he's the Flash, right? Uh, but it does come out that, you know, she's upset why he would just so easily walk away from her and leave her behind. Yeah. It, and it was legitimate. That, that's a valid. That's valid. Yep. Yep. Um, but the other backstory is uh, there's a hip cat named Deacon who can control uh, electronics with his brain, I guess. His he, mind. He's like, he's like a walking computer virus, kind of. Yeah, there you go. That's a better version ex uh, explanation. Which they never explained it. Uh, they kind of explained it and made it ominous because he was well, writing a computer virus or some malware with a bunch of other people and they cheated him out of the malware and they got billions of dollars and he didn't. Right, but the thing is, is he was not... And uh, he was not in town when the particle accelerator went off. Right. And they and asked so him he, about that. And he said, yeah, I wasn't. And I'm not the only one who there's more. Yeah, you know, there's basically, he's coming. like, I'm not the only one who has powers that wasn't here from the accelerator. And there, there's more coming. You don't know who it is or how many or blah, blah, blah. Yep. So. Um, but originally, we had talked about how the preview for this episode was all about the suit going wonky. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, are they going to do a stupid, goofy episode? But it was actually different because it was him 
virusing the suit and being like, yes. oh, I can control this stuff. So it was actually kind of cool in that way. They did it in a good way. Yep. So and then kudos to them for that. And then the other big backstory was the relationship there between uh, Cisco and uh, Gypsy. Gypsy. I wanted to say Vibe, but that's supposed to be Cisco. Yep. And uh, on her planet, they have something they call One 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 Day. Yep. Which I can't believe they didn't say this at all. And at any point, where like, oh, that's like Valentine's Day here. Like, yeah, that was the closest equivalent, but it never came up. But then again, in all fairness, like their one 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 day is a celebration of when one soul and one soul become one soul. Right, right. And Valentine's Day is about being guilted into buying chocolate flowers and bears for someone or you're going to get punished. I don't want to be punished. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah. Fair enough. Fair I found enough. But that. The closest equivalent we have to one 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 day is the Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I had one very big flaw with this episode. Alrighty, what was it? So at the end, we get the Magneto kind of scene where he's locked away in prison. <laughs> yeah, because they're apparently they're no longer putting them in the pipeline, and I guess that makes sense because there's technology everywhere in Star Labs. Yeah, um, but. He's in a regular prison cell, and they're like, yes, there's no technology within, like, you know, 300 feet or something like that. Oh, there's you know? three dampening walls and yes. blah, 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 yeah. Yep. And then shortly after that, we see the thinker and the mechanic, and they've got this bank of video cameras that are all static except for one, and it's showing that guy in his cell. Why right. is there a camera in his cell if no technology Thank you. is there? Yes, oh, I, was I saw mad. Yeah, I saw that as well and thought that was stupid. Yeah, the fuck? Because you're right, he has a camera in his cell. He would be able to detect that. Ah, people. So, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed this episode because I like the circus and I like the sideshow. And I like Billy Zane. (laughs) And I like Billy Zane as P.T. Barnum, apparently. I love that he always Uh, had the giant... Giant cigar, but it was never lit. Yep, I just can't probably smoke on TV these days if it right. takes place. Um, but nineteen eighteen seventies Wisconsin, and they are there to fix a level one acronym that they jump up to a level ten through mishaps. Oh, silly mishaps! But they do correct them. Yep. And they also discover that uh, Amaya, who's rejoined them to help them with this saber-toothed tiger, uh, when when she goes animalistic, she goes psychotic. Yeah, she can't control the animal spirit infecting her, basically. Ah, uh, yeah, so she's going to stay on the ship a little while now, so that's how they're getting her back. Mm-hmm. But just for a little while, because she yep. has to fulfill her destiny of having a kid. And Right, right. And then um, Sharp comes to arrest them, which, I, okay, I just, like, I groaned. Uh, on behalf of the Time Bureau, I'm here to arrest all of you. Yeah, right. Just Shut up. one of you? You're right, yeah. They already incapacitated your one, you know, Scooby-Doo villain type <sighs> agent. That was, yes, and I actually did appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but anyways... Her and Sarah have a big knockdown drag out fight where they decide to take a break for a while to get a drink of water because they're all tired and stuff. Which was actually rather amusing. I found that as amusing as well and acceptable. And then essentially Sharp messes up about talking about Malice and eventually tells her about him. Yeah. And then, you know, Sarah brings it to everybody else and she says it in the most 
you know, talks about him in a very ominous voice and da you know, like, and this is the bad that's coming and blah, blah, blah. And they all just burst out laughing, which yeah. I thought, are we watching like a, a blooper reel all of a right? sudden? <laughs> yeah. And they were just like the threat of him to like, ah, no big deal. Yeah. We had an immortal Egyptian god and we had a uh, speedster that got yeah. other villains to work with him. Time traveling speedster. I'm sure we can handle one guy. Ha ha ha. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm hoping that they go around for a few more episodes fixing acronyms or whatever, whatever they're called. Uh, I want to call them apparitions. It's, uh, it is anachronisms. Anachronisms, yeah. yeah. Um, I hope they go around fixing those for a little bit and doing well. Yeah. For a couple episodes. Absolutely. And, you know, cause they're starting out small to work their way up to yep. fix what they screwed up, but it, we'll see. It definitely gives them fodder, you know, instead of the whole season being about trying to stop, you know, some big bad from getting some right. relic. Instead, we've got the whole season being about, oh, look, we've got an endless supply of things that are screwed up. And you can yeah. always assume that the Time Bureau is also working on their end to fix some of them. So, Yeah, a story of the week episode as opposed to, you know, the the monster of the week, I mean, as opposed to the overall mythology. So, Right. Yeah. Oh, hey, I do have one bit of news I want to bring up right now. Okay. Friday, November 17th. The Punisher drops on Netflix. Yes. That looks great. Uh, okay, so they have a, uh, a John Bernthal Marvel Legends Daredevil line figure mm-hmm. as the Punisher. I needs to get me that. Does I it look need- good? Oh, yeah, dude, it looks awesome. It looks like him. And it just looks badass. And I'm like, I really need that figure. Nice. Yeah, I need that figure. I saw it at Walmart the other day in Augusta. It was awesome. Anyhow, uh, why didn't I buy it? Yeah. Because I was buying other stuff and it's 20 bucks. And it's uh, like, I, you know, it's that now is not the time to spend 20 bucks on myself. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so Arrow. Arrow. Okay. So. Is, okay. William grew up like five years from last week to this week, at least in how he acted. Yep. And last week he goes from hating Oliver because you killed my mom afraid to lose him this week. Yep. And 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 that that I found stupid because it's like where's the where who where's the consistency there? Like where's the continuity there, I mean. And then uh Oliver <laughs> utters for consistency and continuity yeah, on arrow. <laughs> and then Oliver utters the line of I've never lied to my kid before. I mean the kid you've been taking care of for five fucking months? Yeah. It's not a big uh, you know, uh, revel- a revelation that you haven't lied to him. You you lied to him after five months. That's the bad. Di- that's the bad part of it, right? You know, it's like it's not like he's fifteen and you've never lied to him. No, you've you've known him five months. Yeah, you actually lied to him for the first eleven years of his life, or however old he is, five mm-hmm. six years of his life. You actually lied to him by not acknowledging your existence to him. So yeah, you've lied to him a lot. Yes, you have. Um. Oliver set a man on fire in this episode, okay? Like, not on accident, blatantly on purpose set a man on fire during one of the fight scenes. Just wanted to throw that out there, you know? Yeah, yeah it Just, seems kind of um, important. 
Well, because like, okay, first season he killed a lot of people. Yes. Second season, oh, we got to tone that down. Season whatever this is, five, six, I'm just going to fucking th- set a man on fire. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to throw him on this open flame, uh, you know, p- gas oven thing, <laughs> crank her up, and he's going to run around on fire. Yeah. That, um, but you know that's okay apparently. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's fine. Let's just we'll just gloss over that that he right. set a man on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Don't sweat the small stuff, Mike. Yeah, it's sorry. just uh, fire. <laughs> I love how in the first like 30 seconds of the episode they addressed, "Oh, that was Photoshop." Uh I mean, it's, <laughs> they could have put Bruce Wayne's head on the on 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 Arrow's body. It was Bruce Wayne in town. Yeah. No? Oh, okay. So I thought that was kind of neat that they mentioned Bruce Wayne. Yep. So that you I want to know f- that it really is a uh, a shared universe with something. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to bring Bruce Wayne on or not. Who I knows? doubt it. Hey, you never know. Yeah, that's true. But this is where the consistency doesn't follow. I mean, yeah, Supergirl's appeared, but she's from another planet, right. another universe, if you will. Isn't Batman and Superman supposed to be in the same universe? Yes, yes, they are. Well, apparently Batman's not. So in this in this uh, DC universe we're looking at, um, but of course, then they actually reveal that the photo itself was actually a photoshopped photo. Yeah, they weren't and, lying, and not an actual photo of like it wasn't like someone actually grabbed a photo of him. No, it was legit a Photoshop photo, still the same. So whatever. Uh, I'm glad they didn't drag that out more than the one episode. But, of course, what they do now have now is the FBI is looking into Oliver. Because, you know, we need some more ridiculousness. We do indeed. We do indeed. So, but anyhow, um, let's see. Moving on. Moving the hell on. All right. So American Horror Story. This week's episode, uh, it, was, it was different. It was – it kind of told – a continuing story of what's been going on, but it did so by telling this huge backstory of this character. Okay. And it related to where we are now, and it was done in a really cool way, and they referenced an actual person. They referenced, um, oh, what's her name? Valerie Solanus, who, like, who actually tried to kill Andy Warhol, shot him. Like, that was legit. They did, they used these actual events of her, her schizophrenia or whatever psychosis, ten, no, sorry, mental health issues she had. This book she wrote called Scum, this, uh, which is an acronym for something, um, but involves like hating men basically because she was a lesbian. And they somehow also tied it in by saying that she and her group was actually the Zodiac Killer. Because okay. that's unsolved. Yeah. So they they used a few different parts of actual history to kind of tie into this episode, and it was done really well. And Lena Dunham actually played Valerie Solanus, and she was really great. Like I I really enjoyed her uh, on this episode, and I don't know, I thought it was pretty pretty damn good, and it definitely tied into what we're seeing currently. And of course, there's a little twist at the end of the episode. We go, son of a bitch. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to give too much into it, but I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, I've, this has been my, I'm going to say my favorite season of the show. Yeah. You had said that last episode and I was wondering yeah. if it would carry through to this one. 
Yeah, I, the first three episodes started out a little slow. I, I still enjoyed them, but it was kind of like I was on the fence. Mm-hmm. But man, from episode four on, I'm not going to say it's been getting better and better, but it's it's stayed it's gotten better and stayed good, and then got a little better and stayed good, and it's just the story's really tying in well together. And I, I don't, I'm, I'm again, it's my favorite season of the show this year of not this year of so far <laughs> of this show. It's my favorite season of this show this season. Uh, <laughs> nice. But anyways, it's my favorite story that they've done on this show since its first season. Nice. Is this year, so yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I still have yet to check it out. Uh, not out of indignance, but more out of time these days. Correct. Just, I get know, that. There were still a few shows this week that I couldn't catch up on. So, yep. Like, uh, what, 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 uh, well, is there anything you watch that I don't typically watch you want to chat up? Uh, let me look at my list here. I don't think so. I think this week I stuck just to the stuff that we, uh, we typically yep. both talk about. So, okay. uh, no new episode of the Orville. That was kind of upsetting. That was kind of upsetting. Yeah. Which means it must be one of our favorites to watch. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I was very disappointed to look and see that there wasn't anything there. So, yep, that's a good sign. I thought Lethal Weapon was fantastic this week. Oh, absolutely. Um, we got Adrian uh, Pazdar. Yes. <laughs> he seems to be making the rounds, huh? Right. Uh, he does a plane heist, and his name character's name is Dan Cooper. I immediately thought of D.B. Cooper. Absolutely. The famous hijacker that jumped out of a plane that was that he you know hijacked in the Pacific Northwest. And this happened in 1971, and he was allegedly never found. They allegedly never found the money. I mean, it's one of those unsolved mysteries. Right. <laughs> but um, oh, it was a great story. It was a good episode. I really enjoyed him. Um I really enjoyed I, I like their boss Avery. Yes. I think and he's I, a great character. I do as well. And I really enjoyed like his interaction with uh whatever the girl's name that was investigating them. Oh god. Uh no, yeah, I can't think of her name. Yeah, yeah, the one from Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. But basically she's just you know, she's I don't know. I like this week when Riggs had to shoot like through her arm. To make the shot he needed because he couldn't tell them to get out of the way. And oh he's my like, god! Yeah, he's like, remember, Raj? He goes, just remember when we lose, when we get fired. This is the only shot I could take. <laughs> she's just like, and she okay. she doesn't move for like five A minutes long afterwards. Time. Yeah, can like, I move now? Yeah, yeah everything's yeah. happening around her, and she's just like, can I move? <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, I will give you any spot you want. You're a great captain, but you need to get away from these people. They are going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> You killed, and he's like, nah, I like them. They're my guys. Yep. So I feel like feel like that aspect of that is of the show's over. I think they they kind of wrapped that up this week. Yeah, it felt that way, yeah. which is good because they didn't need to do it for a full season. Um, another thing I liked is basically the whole point of the story is Adrian Pazdar's Cooper, Dan Cooper. He hijacks a plane, robs everything on it, jumps out of the plane with a parachute. It turns out the flight attendant on there, the stewardess, whatever you're supposed to call him technically, was his daughter. Yes. And the storyline is he's dying, so he's trying to do this for his daughter because to make up for everything. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that at the end of the episode, we didn't get the I love you, daddy, huggy, kiss you made up. Everyone's learned their lessons and, you know, da da da. I love the fact that even up until the end, he was. He gives her that last hug, and he sneaks, you know, a uncut diamond in her pocket. Did you just put yeah. this in my pocket? 
what's wrong with you? Like, I love the fact that they left it on a joke and not a hearty, not on a, a touchy, feel-good moment, whatever it is that you would expect. I like right. that they went the other way. Yep. I agree completely. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Riggs, we got some more backstory about him and his dad. He apparently... Yeah. Which was unexpected well, he, because, you know, yeah. it's all been about him and his wife, but now we got him as a kid. Well, we finalized him and his wife. You know, that, that's yes. kind of... We've, yep. we've got the conclusion, but yeah, apparently that gun that he sold last week, not only was that like the first gun he took hunting, it's also the same gun that killed his dad. Yeah. And Does I'm interested to see, then? yep. I'm interested to see how that one f- unfolds. I enjoyed this episode thoroughly. I enjoy this show thoroughly. Agreed. Even when it's ridiculous, even when some of the stuff is over the top, they do it so well that it's really enjoyable and it's really fun. Roger's interactions with his daughter this episode, I could care less about that. Yeah, fuck, whatever. That's the only weak point for me is watching him try to be Damon Wayans being a dad. So he always has to do the, you know, oh, I'm cool, I'm hip, I'm a good dad. And, you know, his daughter's like, no, you're a lame dad. You hover and you make my friends nervous. And And uncomfortable. Yeah, and he's like, no, I'm cool. I'm No, stop that. The I'm cool parent has been overdone way too many times. Yeah, I, I can tell you right now, I'm not a cool parent. I am embarrassing to my children. Um, that is on purpose. Yeah. I get great pleasure out of it. Um, I don't know. I'm just a uh-huh. jerk that way. Yeah, you'll be paying for their therapy bills someday, so you're all fine. You know what? That's fine. I'm enjoying myself. Excellent. <laughs> Anyways, um, Blacklist, what did you think of this week's? Different. It was different. It was very different, and I loved it. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed uh, – again, I enjoyed Red and his interactions for the most part. The yeah. the story of the the woman and the golden blood and everything was interesting. One thing that I really am enjoying about this show – is the fact that, like, Elizabeth's character is evolving. If yes. you go back and you start watching season one again, you see that she was, you know, just promoted to the BAU, and she's fresh out of whatever, and she's all company all the time. And it's not that she has flipped a switch and like, no, no, I'm fighting the man. It's been a gradual build to the way that she has developed now, and the fact that she's willing to take these risks, you know, like uh, her boss says to her at the end there, you know, he's like, this is what scares me, is the fact that you're okay with this. The fact that, yep. you know, you seem to be fine with the fact that a, what did she say, a, a criminal died so a child could live. And I'm fine yep. with that. And he goes, yeah, I know, that's what upsets me. Yeah, no, um, I thought that story was decent. The, uh, the RH null blood type, that is a legitimate... Like they didn't make that up for storyline purposes. Right. That that is a legitimate, you know, uh, rare blood um, issue. I guess is the word I'm going to use. Yep. Um, excuse me. I liked the backstory in this episode where Red is has, has rented this house, mm. unbeknownst to the post office guy. And essentially, what it is, long and the short of it, is uh, the guy that works at the post office when he uh, when someone puts their mail on hold. He then sells the information to some people, gets his cut up front, and then they go rob the place. Yep. And he's based that on their mail, what they subscribe to, what he knows about them, as to if their house is worth hitting. 
And Red looked at it once he discovered this as, oh, well, geez, is there some sort of national list? Because this could set up a great network of safe houses for me to use. If we know the people are going to be out of town, aren't going to be there. Right. And I loved how he turned it, you know, into another thing to help enhance, you know, to rebuild his criminal empire. Yep. And how the post office, I love, he goes, much to my surprise when they said the postman sent me, an actual postman yeah. sent them. <laughs> you know, like, I just, I thought the whole thing was hilarious. And the guy that they had playing the mailman, I really hope that they bring him back once or twice. Me too. I love him as an actor. I loved him on, uh, The Neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's a great guy. He's funny and that weird voice of his, that weird accent just suits yep. him very well. Um, yeah, it was, that was, I enjoyed that more so than the, uh, the touching, I'm gonna shoot myself in the head so my son can have my heart story. Right. Yeah. Oh, I but absolutely. It was, but it was different because no blacklister got arrested this story. No. This, this episode or anything. So. Well, she killed herself, so. Fair enough. But he had no intentions of turning her over. And, and literally nothing that he did with her benefited him in any way. Nope. You were correct. Yeah. So that's different. Yep. Anyhow, um, moving on. I got a couple more things to talk about. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is The Good Place. I peed a little laughing so hard <laughs> at this episode. Oh, this show is just getting better and better. I was so worried when it first came out, and I was like, yeah. how are they going to possibly keep this going? God, they just keep getting better. I really did not care at all about uh, the whole Tahani and Jason having therapy from Janet, and Janet is being used beyond her scope, and so it's causing some some – chaoticness in like her thumb popping off and floating yeah, away and her swallowing and her vomiting out a whole frog and then like at the end when basically there's earthquakes happening yep um yeah so that to me I, I, that wasn't the whole um you know the ethics thing you know if you're on a trolley and it's heading down a track and you're gonna run into five people yep. but you can switch over to this other track where you only kill one person what do you do <laughs> And Michael puts it to practical use. Yes. And they keep running people down. <laughs> and Chidi keeps getting covered in blood. And they keep just – I mean I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. The scenarios, he keeps running them over and over again. And then, oh, let's do the surgery scenario you talked about. <laughs> These five people's lives can be saved, but you have to kill, kill Eleanor. <laughs> you have to kill <laughs> Eleanor, I can't do that. Okay, they explain it to their families. Oh, doctor, are you able to save my dad? Some bad man in a trolley ran him down. <laughs> I was just, I was laughing my ass off so hard. And when Eleanor was like, wait a second, you're torturing him. <laughs> yeah, I am. Like, I just, I loved it. I absolutely loved this episode. The fact that he kept, like, uh, being very ambiguous about whether or not these were real people that they were killing. Yes. Or just like illusion type of things. He's like, yeah, no, they're not the, real. Well, maybe they are real. Well, no, they're not. No, maybe they not, are. But they are feeling real pain. Yes. You know, like the whole. Oh. And the thing is, That's, like, I remember the trolley, <laughs> the trolley experiment in, um, in philosophy class in school. And they had so many different options, you know. The, okay, now you're standing on a small bridge over the trolley tracks, and there's a fat person leaning over the ledge. And if you push them over the edge, they'll block the train, but they'll die. And, you know, would you do that to save people on the tracks? And blah, but this person is your friend. And blah. Oh, yeah. It like got into some huge discussions. Where, 
where his friend was standing on the tracks and his cowboy yeah. boot was stuck and he's like, <laughs> you gotta get, oh, I can't, Chidi, I'm stuck here, but hey, how's it going, man? You're yeah. like, oh my god, I just died laughing. Yeah, like, I it was, was laughing, awesome. So I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard I couldn't hear the dialogue and I wanted to hear it. So I had the to blood spray the was great. Oh. And Eleanor is like, this is so. I mean, as many times I watch someone's head pop off, I gotta say, this seems a little much. You know, like it was so great, and it was funny. And at first, I was like, how's this gonna work with Michael being quote unquote evil? And this, no, they're doing it well because, it's great. Oh, and the first before they did the practical, when they're just talking about it, and he puts the drawing down, and he shows I would stick a blade out the side <laughs> of the window, so that way after I could decapitate the one person and run the other five down, ensuring I'd kill them all. No, no, that's no. And he flips the thing out ten more times. Oh, I'm sorry. People equal good. Pe- what do they equal? Good. Oh, good. Pe- people equal good. Like I just. <laughs> And I love that he had to ask that, even though it was written yes. on the board by himself. Yes, I loved it. I thought it was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was a great episode. It was a great, was, a fantastic episode. Yes, absolutely. And almost as funny, and very funny in its own right, was Superstore. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, not quite as good as The Good Place, but man, what a what another great show. It was... Uh, I, I, the wrestling scene, we talked about this last night, but the wrestling yeah. scene in Superstore. Yeah, where Dina. Holy Dina's, shit. When she forces him to go outside off, you know, off his Cloud Nine property and then fight. Yeah, because basically Jonah made some off kilter comment to, uh, Jeff, who, what was up with those boots? I mean, oh, really. I he, he was wearing, like, they look like gum rubbers that went up to his knees, but he was wearing them as, like, serious boots. And they were making fun of him for them, rightly so. Those were ridiculous. Well, the episode starts with Jonah catching someone in the safe, robbing it, and he just kind of lets him go. But he tells him, <laughs> "He's like, but I caught no. you. You have to stop." And the guy's no, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. Well, yeah. I have a gun. Do you really have a gun? Yeah. See, I'm choosing to believe you don't have one. <laughs> and he walks out, and then Dina te- chases him down and tackles him, and on and on and on. And then he goes and gets arrested. And then Jeff shows up, and she thinks she's going to be congratulated, but instead he's like, "No, that's not what we do. We let them go. We don't." engage we call the police oh it'd be like jonah did oh is that what jonah did great job jonah way to follow policy you know yep. <laughs> makes Nina look bad so then she starts being a bitch to him so then he makes that offhand come to jeff about her being a bully oh you're saying that a co-worker's bullying you and he's like yeah but i don't want to get her in trouble oh no I, I, we're not here to get people in trouble then why are you smiling so much oh am i smiling <laughs> Like, so excited to kind of, like, stick it to Dina finally. Yeah, 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 you basically get the impression that Jeff really doesn't like Dina, and he hasn't brought it up to this point. Like, you've seen their interactions where he's just like, no, yeah. that's not what I'm saying. She's like, yeah, that's what you're saying. No, I'm not saying that at all. Please do not take it that I'm saying that way. But this <laughs> is the first time that he looks, like, genuinely thrilled to be able to, like, screw yes. her. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a good episode. It was. So... The wrestling scene that I'm referring to is, you know, she makes him go outside and fight. And the, the one guy there from the loading dock, <laughs> he, he's great. He's just like, you know, fight, 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 and trying to get everybody else to chant and nobody is. And he's like, come on, guys, this is fun. You should chant with me. Yeah. And then, I promise you it's fun. Do yeah. it. And he does it one more time later on in the episode. But uh 
Dina's like wrestling around with Jonah and he's like, no, get off me. I don't want to fight you. No, get off me. No, stop touching me. And then like, she, he's like, get away from me. And he pushes her away and he's like all hunched over. Oh my God, he's got an erection. And he's like, what was that? (laughs) So then of course, and you forget that, you know, back in the first season, Dina was like all about Jonah. Yes, it reminded me that, oh, you still have a thing for me. Well, I just got to have a relationship. I'm not ready yet, mm-hmm. but thanks. And well, then maybe compliments someday on, we'll, uh, you know. Yeah. And then compliments him on his uh, equipment. Yep. I don't know. I just, it was funny. It was good. Loved it. Uh, Mr. Robot, is that the last show? Uh, well, let's see. You did not watch This Is Us. Oh, we're behind. I got to catch up. What about You're the Worst? Uh, you know what? I just completely forgot to watch it. How was this week's? The last one I saw was the one where Gretchen went home and was not cool. Yeah, this one was not just Gretchen-centric. It wasn't bad. Um, check it out. We'll talk next week about it. But, okay, yeah, cool. It, it wasn't bad. Uh, Big Bang Theory, whatever. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch that. Good Doctor, still decent. I watched the episode where they take the fetus out of the mom's stomach to remove the tumor. Yep. I just watched that this morning while I was waiting for you to call. Yep, not bad. It's it's a it's an enjoyable show. I just I wouldn't be yeah. sad if it went away. Yeah, it's it's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot, I gotta say this: Elliot's password's length rival that of Martin's. Uh yes, yeah. <laughs> and they kept getting longer. Did you notice that? Yes. Holy yes, God. It, it was and, like a montage while he's talking. Every time he typed in his password, it got longer and longer and longer. I'm pretty sure the show went over 11 minutes before they did the opening credits. Which was fine by me because that opening 11 minutes was some of the best stuff. Yeah, it, it was great. Watching him get the executives out of there without even realizing it was like a bratty child kind of you know he's yeah. like i'm gonna work here and i'm gonna show them the flaw and i'm gonna try to help them out and he's like presenting to the one manager and he's like yeah you know what i got uh tickets to a concert tonight can we just wrap no 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 up? not any concert sir the goo goo dolls reunion which oh, i didn't know they right. broke up <laughs> that's right and uh i like that he was like hacking his password was easy and it's a boy named goo with zeros yeah. for the o's at the yeah. end and uh Yep, basically uh, tipped off the FBI to what he was doing and uh, got him fired. So many people arrested him. (laughs) He did. And I like how nobody, like, it didn't even come up later on in the meeting or the the presentation by the big guy. They're just, like, marching people out constantly. Because at first it was so that he could get his way so that, you know, they would digitally back stuff up instead of paper back up, which makes sense. Jesus yeah, Christ. He just wanted to get to the person that would listen to him. Yeah, and when he finally did, he's like, oh, okay. But wait, it's kind of fun being a, a vigilante for justice and getting these people yeah. fired. So he just goes nuts. Arrests a bunch of people at Evil Corp. Yep. And, and uh, we got a sister back this episode. Yep, yep. And doing some uh, shady stuff with the FBI, which... I, I get it. You know, they basically, they have her by the short hairs and they're like, Oh, yes, absolutely. You will help us or you're going away and he's going away. So, and this, again, this episode, we see his sister recognizes when Elliot's gone and, and 
Mr. Robots there. Yeah, and man, they're just I'm so glad they're doing that this season. Yeah, because me too. It's so awesome. Instead of just having it be a separate entity, watching that, you know, yeah. off screen and then they come back on screen and it's Christian Slater. Yeah. Yeah, and especially her when she's like, Oh my god, it's you like she suddenly realizes and now she wants to desperately get out of there. Yeah. And she yeah. has nothing to do with him. I don't know, it's just I like the fact that people are recognizing that, you know, he has a split personality, if you will. Yes. Including his therapist. Oh, that was great. His therapist, you know, because he's the one that initiated it. He's like, do you want to talk to him? You said that it could help. And she's like, I guess so. And Oh, my God. Watching Christian Slater walk around that office and just be like, we're done here. Well, that's the other thing. It wasn't even just I guess so. She she was anxious to meet him. Yep. You know, because for her and her profession, that's that's a rarity thing or whatever. And yep. I don't know. At least that's what everything TV and movies has told me is that's a rarity <laughs> thing. Yeah, TV and movies also told you that you have to wait 48 hours before you can report somebody missing. That's not true, John. Or, or, you know, not that your 21-year-old daughter just walked away three hours ago so you can report her missing, which is well, the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Mr. Robot. Um, yeah. Yeah, the therapy session was great. Um, mm-hmm. It was weird and interesting that he got the dog back in the end. Yeah, that was out of nowhere, I think. The, the guy was like a complete prick about it and was just like, yeah. yeah, the dog. I hate the dog. I just didn't like the fact that you took it. But now it's sick and it's shitting all over the place and the vet bills are running up. So here, you take it. He's like, yeah. okay. So Flipper's back. Yeah. <laughs> But I loved the use of music in this episode. You know, they've always done a good job with music, but like the music that was playing when he, uh, in the opening montage there, that 11 minutes of him checking into work and going up the elevator and changing his password and getting the people fired and stuff like that. And then there was another song that was playing when, uh, oh, excuse me. I want to say when they were doing the stuff with, ah, uh, Angela. I can't remember. I just remember thinking that the music in this episode was phenomenal. And let's also not forget that we had that whole weird and crazy scene with uh, Terrell's wife. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like fuck. definitively. Yeah, like bullet to the skull dead. Yeah, because she went now, on that talk show, and the guy's yep. like, you know, do you want to talk about this? And she's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you filed for divorce. She's like, yep, I took the wrong advice, uh, but he's the only man that I've ever loved. And then that boy toy bartender that she got to testify, like, tracks them down, follows yep. them home. And, uh, you know, the security guard, like, roughs him up. He's like, oh, she lied to me. She said she loved me. Yeah. I know she loves me. And he's like, no, you're never going to see her again. Roughs him up, walks back to the car, is sitting there, and then gets shot. Yep. He gets shot, and then she's reaching for his gun, and then she gets shot. Yeah. And then the security guard's not dead. And no, she gets shot in the dome. Yeah. And, and then later on, we see her 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 scalp peeled back and her brain and her her skull cut open. Yeah, because she got shot in the head, but it was like it wasn't the typical center mass that you know. No, no, it was the do. side. Yeah, it was yeah. off to the side. So you're like, oh, are they going to let her be alive and be brain damaged or? Was yeah, no, she's, she's a wing. She's, nope, she's dead. Yeah, the, yeah and, and like she looked kind of rotted on the autopsy table. Well, she looked rough. Yeah, yeah. And the FBI's covering it up. Yeah. 
because they don't want the public to know that she's dead because they don't want her husband to know. That's the then they're, important part. Then they're thought, oh, well, if he knows, then he's got nothing left to live for. Yes. Thing. And yeah. they're immediately going to put the kid in uh, protective services, child protective Social services. services. Yeah, child protective, yeah. Because they want him to go to a random home because, again, they don't want Terrell to know. They're like, her husband yep. is the most wanted man on the planet right now. Yep. We need to keep him – you know, and incidentally, the what they're doing is 1,000% illegal. Yeah. 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 And to think that the FBI would actually do something like that is, you know, ridiculous. Oh, you don't know. There's a lot of people that think that it's, uh, it's 100% accurate. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great episode. Oh, such a great episode. Jesus, I love this show. And as I was mentioning last night, uh, yes. no – mention or sighting of our new favorite character. Yes. But boy, the preview for next week has him in like every scene and it looks like it might even be backstory or just like what nice. he's doing, where he comes from. So really looking forward to that. Yeah. But even without him in this week's episode, it was a great, great episode. Sure was. I agree completely. Um, I want to jump back to the blacklist real quick. Yeah. Right? We forgot to mention this, the end of the episode, uh, their, their doctor buddy, Nick is, uh, oh, is yeah. killed. Yeah, because, you know, basically Red's like, you're coming with me now. And he's like, no, I don't want to. And he's like, no, it's not a request. You're coming now. And makes him yep. do the open heart surgery on this kid. Yep. And he's like, I'm indebted to you, which is weird to hear Red say. Yes. He's like, I'm indebted to you. Yeah. And he's like, can I cash it in now? Yeah. Never talk to me again. Oh, you don't mean that. Yeah. No, I mean it. Never talk to me again. You brought me nothing but heartache and strife. Yep. Stay and away. Tom had him doing the DNA, yep. helping him out getting the, the the skeleton DNA matched, and Tom stole her her. Um, see, this is where it's far fetched. He wouldn't need her ID. <laughs> I'm not even get into it. Doesn't matter. He's yeah, dead. I'm going to steal her credentials. I'm going to take a picture of them with my phone. Wait, that's not the same. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, he's dead. Nick, their friend Nick, the doctor, is dead. Yep. And they did it really well with her talking to Tom and being like, you know, no, I feel really bad. I feel like yeah. like we're never going to see him again. And as no, she's saying not. that, he's getting murdered. He's being strangled to death. Yep. And the person just left him there. Whoever it was left him there, yep. grabbed the suitcase with the bones in it, and took off. I thought they were going to show us the screen, and it was going to say, like, you know, match or something like that. But Oh, yeah. yeah. Nope. Nope. I did watch another new show this week. Okay. Uh, on Netflix, they dropped season two of Slasher. Oh, yeah. It's an anthology show. Season one took place on, like, started on Halloween night and then took you know, 15 years later, whatever, series of murder, blah, blah, blah. Season two is called Guilty Party. Okay. And essentially, this is with the, it's eight episodes. I watched all eight. Wow. Yeah. This is the long and the short of it. Kids summer camp. Five years ago, counselor goes missing. One of the counselors is accused of uh, murdering her. He gets arrested because evidence is planted on him, and he hangs himself. Five years later, where the five counselors that actually murdered her, um, that actually killed her, which they make you think it's an accident, it maybe started as an accident, ended as a brutal, vicious murder. They hid her body in some little cave in the woods, and now five years later, development's going to go up there and and develop that land area, and they're concerned that they'll find her body. Okay. So they're going back in the winter. Now, the summer camp, 
like after that happened, basically it got closed down because people wouldn't send their kids there anymore. And the guy whose family owned it, he it is now a it's a place they called like to live as one. And it's a bunch of vegan, crunchy, yoga, hippie people that live together okay. in this secluded area. In the wintertime, they're very segregated, and they just live as a community together, being lovey and harmonious. Okay. And they're letting these five the five counselors come stay with them. They're going to stay in one of the cabins, and their excuse is like just coming up there to have a reunion and – they used to counsel there and this and that, but they're suspicious to why it's happening in the winter. And long and the short of it, people start getting killed, both the counselor kids and the people that live up there. And we don't know who's doing it or why. We assume it's in relation to the counselor Tolliver that was killed. Yes, her name was Tolliver. And the story is told in a combination of flashbacks and current time and backstory for the counselors and backstory <laughs> for the people that live in the house and back and forth and everything. And I didn't actually have a problem with that. I thought some of that storytelling was pretty good. But what I had a tremendous issue with is the constant paranoia. You're the murderer. No, you're the murderer. Well, now I'm going to do something stupid. And now I'm going to do something stupid and overreact. And we're going to knock this person out because they must be the murderer. Oh, they're not. So now we're going to knock this person out. Like that part of it was really, really stupid. Like there was no – everyone was acting so irrational and pointing fingers at everybody else and overreacting. And they even, like, they killed a lot of people on this show. They even introduced two new characters throughout the series that, like, what are you doing up here? I'm going for a walk. I'm going to beat your fucking face in then for that. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. And it's just, so it wasn't the best writing in the world when it came to a portion of it. And then there was other kind of, like, backstory things that were kind of interesting, like how the, because it kind of shows you how, each of the people that live there came to live there, and then it shows you what the count, what the kids did uh, to Tolliver. How you know it, it got to the point where she that where she was killed. Um, but they do this weird thing where by the time they finally show how she died, they've made her such an unlikable person that you don't care that she's got killed. You're almost like ah, she had it coming. Gotcha. You know, so that was kind of weird. Like, yeah, you're like, yeah, bitch had it coming. <laughs> it, it just, I had to laugh earlier because you were like, uh, you said Tolliver, and then you're like, and the show oh, is told flashbacks. from current, current stuff and oh, flashbacks. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so it's another arrow. Um, yeah, exactly. But anyway, so I don't know. I, I can't give it a hard sell. Okay. Um, I really can't. I like the first season. I thought the first season was great. This season, I mean, there's some mindless violence in it. There's some, some good murders. Um, you see one pair of boobs in the whole show. Oh, well, what's it even worth then? Well, I just wanted to let you know that if you wanted to see some boobs, you, you'll see some. Yeah. But uh, it's not to like episode six, I think. Oh, wow. Six, so, But anyhow, yeah. I can't give it a hard sell. I really can't. And I was excited to watch it because I really enjoyed the first season. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember you did like it. So, yeah. And um, I went to the movies last uh, Friday night with my daughter. We had a little daddy-daughter date. We went and saw the My Little Pony movie. Um, it was garbage and terrible and just an hour and 44 minutes long for some unnecessary reason. <laughs> And it wasn't even like they had some like celebrities coming in. They had one celebrity coming into a voice, but even hers was essentially a cameo. And it just, it, it's like they went, Oh, what can we do here? Oh, I know. Let's take six episodes of the shitty show and make it one long movie. That's what they did. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, I had some, you know what? My daughter loved it. She thought it was phenomenal and she really loved that we went and saw it. Nice. I was hoping they'd at least make it like a Disney movie-esque where even as an adult you can enjoy it, even yep. though it's geared towards kids. Nope, not at all. Well, I can't say that, I guess. I, as an adult, did not enjoy it. The four grown adult men sitting in the row in front of us loved the shit out of it because they are they, – they, they're they were bronies. Uh, so go ahead and Google that. Look it up. Oh, I know what that is, but anyone else can definitely oh. – Google, look it up. It was interesting. I'll just say that. <laughs> I I can imagine. Yep. And then on the Saturday night, this past Saturday, my wife and I went to the drive-in, Pride's Corner Drive-In in Westbrook for a retro double feature of 1978 John Carpenter's Halloween and the 1984 West Craven Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'd seen them both. It was just awesome seeing them at the drive-in on the big screen like that. My wife had never seen either one of them, so that was kind of fun. And, um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. What'd you watch for a movie? Uh, I watched that Netflix one, The Babysitter. Uh, I've heard some good things. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. Uh, it nice. was, it was campy. It was funny. It had some really fun stuff in there. Like one of the girls gets shot and when she wakes up, she's like, Oh my God, I got shot in the boob. And like, she's losing her mind over the fact she got shot in the tit and yeah. she's talking all this stuff about how one of them will be lopsided and nobody's ever going to want to motorboat somebody who only has one nipple. And it's just, it's great. You know, one of the guys like, no, I'll still do it. I'll still do it. I'll still motorboat you. It, it, seeing somebody get uh, stabbed through the eye and the skull with a fireplace poker that was launched from across the room. Not like they walked up to them and stabbed them, but thrown like a javelin. Nice. It, yeah. Nice, campy, fun horror. Um, I cannot wait to watch it. Oh, it, I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I would like to watch it again. It was just it nice. was a great movie. So that nothing that you would take seriously, nothing that you would, you know, recommend for an Oscar. But, yeah, definitely a fun campy movie and the the main character the the babysitter she's the cool babysitter you know she's the one who the kid's kind of nerdy and she always looks out for him and they're like yep. best buddies and they've been friends forever and you know so it, she's a very likable character nice yeah i really liked it cool well i i definitely look forward to checking it out yeah. it's on my it's on my list hard sell here do it nice yep nice yeah uh recognizable cast at all or unknowns um, yes, uh, the, some of them were unknown. I know that one of the guys who took off his shirt, uh, was Robbie Amell. And, okay. And like at one point the kid's like, why is his shirt off? And the girl turns and says, look at those abs. Do you have to ask? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> um, and the cheerleader girl is Bella Thorne, who apparently is okay. popular because she was on some Disney shows and then likes to show her boobies. 
right. She, she was, I guess she was like a Lindsay Lohan type, you know, who like was. Is, 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 is there boobies in this movie? Um, not that I recall. No. Okay. No. But yeah, she's, she's one of those Disney stars turned trash. So, yeah. Well, there we go. Yep. That's cool. about it for me though. All right. Well, excellent. I think that's going to wrap it up then. Wrap it up. Wrap it in. Wrap it up. Wrap. I, I don't. I don't know. Where are you going with that? It, it was. I a thought you were doing Rex and effects real quick for yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyways, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can find the, sh- the show on Facebook. It's uh, what did you watch this week? And on Twitter, it's at what did you watch? And uh, on the Twitter bot, I am at Superstar ML, and I am at the Quantum Geek G three three K. And yeah, that's, uh, thanks. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.